0: Hey everyone, it's Tyler. Today we have a special episode of Toyota Untold. We're talking about COVID-19 or coronavirus. We know it's a tough and uncertain time for everyone. So we decided to sit down, socially distanced of course, with Bob Carter, the Executive Vice President of Sales for Toyota Motor North America, to talk about Toyota's role during this time, how the car industry is responding, and what the future looks like.
1: Welcome back to another episode of Toyota Untold, a special episode. A
0: special, a very
1: special episode. Yeah. So today we're going to talk with Bob Carter, Executive Vice President of Sales for Toyota and Lexus. Did I get that right?
2: Yes, ma'am. All right. Good morning.
1: And we're going to talk about what Toyota is doing in light of the COVID-19 crisis. So Bob, welcome to the podcast.
2: Well, thank you. This is a uh, certainly a trying time for everyone, but the... Uh, I personally have a tremendous amount of confidence in the, uh, in the economy in North America that we cover and the strength of the U.S. Uh, auto industry. So as we go into the unknown of, uh, of this coronavirus crisis, um, I'm confident that it's just a moment in time when the auto industry is going to bounce back and in many ways as we saw in previous crises that this industry went through in north america such as the the financial crisis and uh, the supply chain di- disruptions this is one of the most resilient industries in north america and oftentimes the auto industry uh leads the economic recovery in north america and i'm confident that uh, the auto industry will lead again and in many ways, come out perhaps a little different,
1: mm-hmm.
2: but better for the uh, the overall consumers and the economy and the tens of there are hundreds of thousands of people that are employed in this industry.
1: Mm-hmm. So I think that the first thing that we want to touch on, and we'll come back to the the industry, how what how prepared was Toyota? Because I think across the world, a lot of people were kind of shocked when COVID nineteen outbreak began to disrupt business and everyday life around the country. So can you let us know some of the initial things that Toyota did to protect the, its business and obviously its team members?
0: And when were you first like, huh, this is a thing. This is a thing here and it's affecting our business in North, or it's going to affect our business in North America.
2: Well, I'll, I'll speak on behalf of Toyota and Lexus, but I, um, I think this is true for, for much of the industry. But uh, the fourth quarter of 2019 was exceptionally good. Mm -hmm. It was exceptionally good for our two brands. Customers were out uh, actively buying product. It was a very healthy time. That momentum that we carried out of 2019 really uh, continued through January and February. Mm -hmm. And January, February, ourselves as a business, uh, we were substantially ahead through the first 60 days of uh, of the month and we're off to what felt like perhaps one of the best years that uh, in our 60 year history in North America. The auto industry itself was very good. It was uh, on an annualized rate through the first two months of the year at 17 million. So that is uh that's not a record pace but it is a near record pace and one that we had been at for for 5 years. Then came March.
1: Right.
2: And the news started, and what was the uh, the difficulties that were taking place in uh, Asia and China, and then it grew to uh, Europe. The first ten days of March were uh, was really um, no change in business, mm-hmm. but then you could see that um, that March eleventh, between March eleventh and March fifteenth, the world changed in North America, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's when car the auto business. Um, both on sales and service, uh, began to rapidly slow. Mm-hmm. And we noticed that first on a regionalized basis on the West Coast, um, then it spread to the East Coast, and now it's, it's it's a national situation. So so what do we do? And if I reflect back what we did as a company, it was uh, pretty much what we did on prior, previous crisis, whether it be the financial crisis or or some of the things that we've experienced in the past, the first step was to make sure that our people, the best that we could, were safe and secure. So we immediately communicated to all of our 1800 dealers around the the US, the CDC uh, guidance at the time. Secondarily, then we focused on ourselves and we implemented immediately work from home procedures, uh, we also closed our 15 North American manufacturing plants to make sure that that uh, our associates were safe. That was really step one, mm-hmm. to protect everyone's safety. Step two, then, was really to stabilize our, our business and, and help when we could quickly for our con- consumers, as well as our direct customers, our dealers. So uh, Toyota, Toyota is, uh, is blessed to have a fantastic uh, captive credit arm that we call Toyota Financial Services. Uh, immediately, they started contacting consumers and our dealers and offering that if anyone was affected in, in and uh, experiencing a personal hardship, that we would work with the consumers and defer payments, defer their leases, uh, we really uh, customized that through a call at uh, call to our one eight hundred lines. And uh, as of yesterday, my understanding is is that we've ha- have now helped over sixty thousand families to further their car payments, whether it be a finance payment or lease. We did the same thing for for our dealers uh, whose business were was abruptly stopped. Their, our dealers, T.F. through TFS, we've given them the ability if they need to. To defer any interest payments that they have on any uh, mortgages they may have on their facilities or any of their capital loans, we lowered their their floor plan interest rates so they could focus on their people and customers and not not worry or lessen the worry they have on any financial obligations. And then finally, uh, when you're going through a situation like this, um, excess inventory is is really problematic. So by shutting down or closing, temporarily closing our 15 North American plants, that does two things. One, it makes sure that our people are safe, protected in their home with their families. Two, it also ensures there's just not too much inventory uh, out there that really stresses the, the whole system. So that was step one and step two. Step three is our rebuild and recovery, and that's what we're working on right now. We've changed up our marketing message as planned we were going into our spring sales event at this time but uh, we talked to uh, consumers via the internet and actually overnight i had 8000 consumers respond to us and they clearly advised us that uh, the the messaging that whether it would be a sales or 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 a uh, servicing message was really not what consumers were looking mm-hmm. for. So mm-hmm. we changed the message and and it's running on, on advertising across the country right now As we're here for, for you contact your dealers, contact us. We're here to assist because we really do value the, uh, the, the relationship we have with our consumers. Uh, eventually we will get to the bottom of this. Yeah. And then we start to rebuild as we've, we've always done. And, again, to my earlier confidence or or, uh, comments, I'm very confident in the North American economy and this industry. Just as we saw numerous times before, the auto industry is one of the largest industries that in real estate that really can lead the economy through uh, into recovery. And we intend to do that. So the only question is, is what's the timing? And I personally believe that it will probably be towards the month of May that we'll start initi- initiating and recovering our business.
1: So I guess just to break it down a little further, because right now, a lot of people are really uncertain in their personal lives and, and business. And right now, I mean, for some, things can look pretty I mean, just generally bleak. So mm-hmm. from somebody who has been through several different types of crises that weren't similar in any way, you know, from the UA crisis to tsunamis, natural disasters, et cetera, where they all seemed had a similar feeling to what we're going through right now. What drives your optimism? Aside from the fact that there was an eventual recovery, but you've been in the depths of these types of crises before. So what drives your optimism?
2: Well, I believe certainly about the car business, but in the industry, it's every business. Product is important. Having a quality product that has Uh, has that gives represents a value to the consumer is incredibly important but what's far more important than just the product itself is the people it's the people that build our products whether it be in kentucky or texas or indiana and throughout the country it's our people at retail that that are in sales or servicing in local communities across the town people or what makes the difference? So uh, since I've been, as as you pointed out, Kelsey, since I've been in this position, Mm -hmm. uh, I've been through uh, numerous uh, crises at the time, the biggest one being the Lehman shock and the financial crisis in UA and then the tsunamis that disrupted the entire supply chain. And looking back, when those occur, you realize that well, this is big. And at times it may seem, hey, this may be unsurmountable. But I've found that uh, just relying on the basis of business, of, of working as a team, valuing your people, taking care of associates, and provide a clear vision of, of where we're going is really the simple formula that gets, uh, gets this business, our business, through. So as we went through the financial crisis or the supply chain disruptions uh, several years ago, yeah, at times there was days that may, it seemed insurmountable, Mm -hmm. but we stayed at it. We valued our people. We protected our people. We worked through it. And at the end, I'm absolutely convinced that we become a better company Mm post-crisis than we were pre-crisis. Yeah. And I I see this is going to be the same way.
1: Yeah. I mean, you focus a lot on team members, and I think Toyota does a really good job about keeping its tenants, which is respect for people and continuous improvement. So what steps specifically is Toyota taking to protect its team members through this time? I know you mentioned work from home, but there are some people that, that can't work from home.
0: You can't change a tire and fix a yeah. car at your house. Also,
1: I should say we are a safe, Six feet from each other, right yes.
0: now. <laughs> we are social distancing for this podcast.
1: Yeah. So, how about the people that can't are that are essential staff and they can't work from home?
0: Because automotive is considered an essential business, correct?
2: Correct. Correct. Yeah. The, the the servicing um, most across the country, um, most of these uh, recommendations are coming out from from the local governments, whether it be at the county level or in some cases the state level. But a consistent thread through, through many of them is uh, servicing uh, vehicles because people need to get to work yeah. if they're a first responder or an essential service or to the hospital or groceries. Servicing is an essential service. So I'll speak first to, to what we are doing as a company. We have currently, uh, as of yesterday, I believe it was 8,400 of our team members working from home and uh, i'm really proud of our team members um uh it's working very well mm-hmm. um, as many companies that have done this uh there was a a couple of uh, initial glitches that uh, through our information system to oh, be yeah. able to h- hire that handle that workload but we've ironed those out and uh, that's working exceptionally well um that took those 8400 people that are working from home really gave us the the um the ability to have social distancing at extreme. Um, we have just essential people at our headquarters and our, our regional offices around the country, but um, you know we 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 are very sparse on on uh, on our employees that are coming into to work on a daily basis. At retail, it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some areas, um, we have uh, eighteen hundred dealers throughout North America. And approximately 600 of those are closed today, mm-hmm. are closed uh, in terms of the sales departments. And most of them are opening, providing sales or er, service support to the, the customers. We have dealers uh, out there that are sending me videos regularly of what they're doing, mm-hmm. wiping down the interior of the car when the car comes in, protecting the seats and the floors and the steering wheel, anything that you would touch. With plastic covers, and then they're they're wiping down and sanitizing the car after it's serviced. Many of our dealers uh, are providing uh, pickup and delivery service at home. So, if your car does need a service or or maintenance, um, most of the dealers will drive out, pick the car up at your your location, bring it in, service it, clean it, and return it back to your home. So, whatever we can do to service the customer during these these several weeks. In the cases of uh, in the states and locations where uh, where the dealerships are fully operational, most of them are partial staffs, so they can mm-hmm. practice good uh, social distancing. Um, overall business, there is business out there. There are people buying cars today.
1: Mm-hmm. I was going to ask, Do people can people still come in and test drive a car if they want to at the dealerships that are open?
2: Yes, in, in most cases, uh, people that need a vehicle— whether it's through, uh, you know, a crash damage yeah. or, or they, they need a vehicle for their work, um, we can still provide vehicles to con- consumers. And if the consumer likes, we can set up virtual test drives and drop it off at their home. Mm. In some cases, uh, customers prefer to come in and test drive other vehicles, and we're practicing the social distancing right. that, that is recommended by the CDC. So uh, business is affected but um, but we're still operating on uh, the month of March. We sold about fifty percent of what uh, of the cars that we would normally expect in March. So clearly, the sales business and the service business has been affected. We've all been affected on this. But uh, uh, about uh, but we're still doing fifty percent of our business. And mm-hmm. and this is a business that's one at a time. We sell cars one at a time. We service cars one at a time. Nothing is more important to giving the confidence of the consumer that we're acting in their best interest. Mm
0: -hmm. It's also a good time, and we put a post out about this on social media. People are at home for them to check to see if they have recalls on their vehicles because other times they are, you know, busy with life, right? To get them serviced. Right, right? to get them serviced. And so... Um, at the end of this podcast we'll put more information about how you can find mm-hmm. if you have a recall on your vehicle or your loved ones' vehicles check your family too since we're reaching out and connecting more with family
2: no that, that that's a very good point we um, at times when we want to upgrade the safety uh, of our vehicles uh, we do post it they can go to uh, consumers can go to toyota com and go into that area of the website place their VIN number in
0: mm-hmm.
2: and we'll tell you that uh, you know if there's any, safety campaigns or recalls that uh, that we're initiating. And those are all complimentary. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we really want to, when we issue a uh, a campaign or, or a service recall, our intentions is is 100%. But during the normal process we all go through day-to-day life, it sometimes is easy to forget about those things. This would be a great time to check toyota.com. And if there's... Uh, if there's uh, any outstanding repairs needed to your car, we'll we'll be happy to do those safety campaigns or recalls complimentary. Just call your local dealer.
1: Mm-hmm. Before we uh, wrap up this, this portion about uh, dealers, do you think that this crisis and the way that people are changing during the crisis, changing the way they do business, will eventually change our business model once we come out of it? Do you think that it will lead to more Online sales of cars because for a while the only way that they could shop for a car is online.
2: Well, we're already seeing that, yeah. and we for for years have been working for the you know some consumers like the traditional. I want to go to a dealer. I w- I want to drive the car, see it, smell it, touch it. Others are, I don't have time, and yeah. I rather uh, I rather you know purchase online. So. We've developed a, a system that we we're ready to to, uh, to do business with consumers in, in the way they want to do business. Now it's not 100% automated yeah. um, yet, but it's getting very close to automated. Um, one of the challenges we've, the entire industry has, is uh, how to register a car. In most states, registrations is done at the county level, not the state level. Mm-hmm. So therefore. Uh, there is still a small part of uh, of purchasing a car online that's still manual. It still requires wet signatures. But um, we're working through that and we're seeing that end of our business uh, grow dramatically during this time.
1: Awesome. One thing I definitely want to touch on is if you obviously watch the news, see what's going on in social media, all eyes are on big corporations right now and what they're doing to support Efforts locally and nationally. So, can you talk a little bit about how what Toyota is doing to make a difference during this crisis?
2: Yeah. Well, uh, I know personally uh, myself, and uh, and many of the of our team members have reached out to the communities we're doing business in and saying, "How can we help?" And we're helping in every way that uh, that we can. Uh, we can possibly assist the c- local communities. I'll give you some examples. Some of the, the local food banks, particularly in the communities where we have manufacturing facilities are here in, in Dallas, Texas. We're providing financial assistance mm-hmm. so they can uh, secure the uh, the goods that they need. Um, the medical community has reached out to us. Um, we've redeployed some of our R&D resources in our manufacturing and uh, are actually manufacturing things such as face masks for the medical uh, community because of the the substantial need there. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're also working with some other uh, other, uh, hospitals and medical situations to see if we can help their sourcing. Uh, Right now, there's such stress on the systems of simple things such as rubber gloves and, and medical areas. That if we're able to use our logistics systems and our transportation systems to, to quicken the supply chain from the manufacturer to the local hospital, we're doing all that. I, I'm, I'm really proud of the team. I get a daily report of what everybody across the country is doing. Uh, I'm proud of the team to be responding to the communities as quickly as they are.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think um, we've talked about it before, but we have the Toyota Production System Support Center, which is the owner, creator, et cetera, of the Toyota Production System. And they have been working with hospitals and other nonprofit businesses for years, over 25 years, um, helping them to improve their efficiency and processes. And so we're deploying those services throughout the country right now, too, to help people be more efficient so they can produce faster.
2: Yeah, that's a little-known area of, of our business, but uh, but it's something we've been doing, as you said, for 25 years. Uh, Toyota developed the Toyota production system, which is r- known to be the most efficient manufacturing system in uh, in the world. Uh, we have a team of our experts that uh, that know the system very well. So we've gone into the communities, whether it be charitable organizations or food banks or local hospitals, also, some other manufacturing companies. Um, there was a large manufacturing company a couple of years ago in uh, in Michigan that was having a difficulties uh, retaining employment because of uh, the inefficiencies they had in manufacturing. So, we deploy our people to go out and help other businesses to make sure that they're stabilized and have a successful business in the communities that we operate.
0: Yep. All right. So your optimism you talked about earlier. Is there anything that you want to say to customers, to dealers, to anyone who's kind of nervous about the future?
2: Well, it's understandable that, uh, that some people may be nervous about the, about the future. But this is simply a great place to do business, has a great economy. This is a great industry. But all businesses are about people. We've been through crisis before. And we've been through many crises before, and, and we've come out the other side, and it's a better society, better business, better organization. This will end. This will end. I, I don't know if any of us know exactly the date,
0: mm-hmm.
2: but we will recover.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And so uh, while it's, uh, we're in uncharted territories, my intention is to focus on what got us here. Consumers and people got us to this point. And our consumers and our people that we trust in, that we care about, will, will help us recover. So I'm very optimistic. Will, it, will better days ahead be in the month of May or June or July? little unclear to predict at this time. But I'm absolutely confident of going through numerous crises, whether it's supply chain disruptions or financial crisis, recovery will will occur. We'll learn from this and we'll be a better organization because of it.
0: Thanks everyone for listening. Remember, stay home, practice social distancing, keep up hope and positivity, and stay in touch with friends and loved ones through social media, FaceTime, Zoom, Skype, whatever. As mentioned in this episode, if you would like to check for a recall, please visit toyota.com slash recall and enter your or your loved one's VIN number to check for a recall. If you want more information about our efforts around COVID-19, please visit pressroom.toyota.com. And during this extraordinary time, please make sure to stay safe and stay healthy. Our show is produced by Derek Brown and the music you're rocking out to is by Wes Meixner. We're edited and mixed by Crepe Media. Thanks again for listening. And if you enjoy our podcast, please give us your feedback, hit subscribe, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and email us your comments at podcast at toyota.com. And again, if you want to talk to me, Tyler, specifically on social media, make sure you tag at Toyota on Twitter and Facebook and at Toyota USA on Instagram. Till next time, see you later. This podcast is brought to you by Toyota Motor Sales USA, Inc. Toyota and may not be reproduced, redistributed in whole or in part without prior permission of Toyota. Used with permission, all rights reserved worldwide.